Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. In addition to that, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. And as we always say, share on social media. We appreciate that a great deal. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do. So when you share the articles and podcasts on social media, it does indeed help us out a great deal. We've seen a lot in the media over the past few years about what you need to do for your body. They want you to do exactly what they say, whether it be wear a mask that doesn't work, take a vaccine that's unproven, or they will put you on potentially deadly medication like remsevir. The American people are sick of the dishonesty from those with a political or financial gain. With all that being said, I'm really excited we have on Dr. Jason Dean tonight to break it down and tell us the truth about what's really going on. So we've got a big show. Rob, I'm excited. How are you doing tonight? Andrew, I'm doing great. And I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in tonight. Because tonight we hope to break down some of the myths or to get you to understand what's happening with your body and how you can take care of your body without using all of these medicines that the left and some on the right are pushing. Now, this takes me back to the time when COVID first hit and how we were completely caught off guard, so we think. And we pretty much just turned over everything to Dr., as I like to call him, Dr. Frankenstein, also known as Dr. Frachi, the little elf uh, who has been in public service for God knows how long. Now, he has since retired. Before he retired, he was one of the highest paid government employees. Go figure. But that being said, this man came out and told us that initially there was nothing to fear, and then we had to fear. Then we had we shouldn't wear a mask, and we had to wear a mask, and that our children weren't immune. Don't worry about it. And then it came to our children aren't. We need to get those little rascals vaccinated, and they did everything possible to deceive the American public into getting our kids vaccinated, and not just our kids, but adults also. Now I do believe that the vaccine has its place and time. Definitely, if you, in my opinion, if you have an underlying condition, if you're of a certain age then you should consult with your physician and maybe you should take it. But other than that, I don't think you should. And now we're finding out from an article in the New York Times, the New York Times, which really pushed the vaccine and pushed the mask, that it was all for naught, that the vaccine did very little to keep you from getting COVID. The mask did very little. So we have the mask and the vaccine. But we were told by Joe Biden, if you get the vaccine... <laughs> You won't have to worry about getting COVID. This is coming from a man who got it, I think, twice or three times, including his vice president. Now, I don't know if Jill Biden ever got the vaccine or if she ever got COVID. But it was this continuous push of vaccines and wearing masks. And there are still people today who follow the religion of the mask still walking around wearing a mask. They're in the confounds of their own home and they're wearing a mask. They're in a car by themselves and they're wearing a mask. I'm like, what gives? And if you tell them to take it off, oh, no, no, I could kill myself. When I saw little kids walking around wearing a mask, afraid to take it off, afraid that they might die, I thought, gosh, we've gone too far. 
But as I said, it's not just the mask, it's everything else that's out there that they try to throw at us. Take this, take this. And I love those commercials when they're talking about different medicines. Oh, take this. But be aware, this could call anal leakage, or this could call upset stomachs, or this could cause this. Then why take it? I mean, surely there has to be something else out there. But nevertheless, that's where we are in the society whereby people want to live forever. They want to be immune to everything. But then when something is presented to them that's untested, they're like, okay, give it to me. I'll do it. Go figure. So we have on tonight with us Dr. Jason Dean. And we're going to talk to him because I was looking at his bio. It's rather interesting because he has a mission statement to change health care from sick care to health and prevention through natural health. Save as many children from the medical and pharma cartel as, as possible. Big pharma. Think Pfizer. I mean, they've been pushing vaccines and everything else out there, getting their pockets rich or lining the, the, uh, their pockets with our monies. And to help people reverse chronic health conditions. Dr. Dean, how are you tonight? I'm good, Rob. How are you guys? How are you, Andrew? We're good. Doing great. Excellent. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on. So you heard our openings. And then I read your mission statement. My first question to you, how do you plan on achieving or how are you achieving your mission statement? Well, we, we've, we've, we've failed miserably, first of all, because, because it's, still, it's still going, it's still happening. It's, it's still the giant industry that it is. It's, you know, it's, we have to hit more people. So, I mean, that's one of the things that new media is about is obviously podcasting, web series, shows, uh, rumble, all these different channels out there. That That's actually how you ultimately do it because it's just a massive, it's a massive spread of energy as far as you can. I mean, it's, uh, my, my schedule is pretty packed uh, throughout the week with shows, I mean, my own show, et cetera, getting this message out. That's, that's how you do it. I mean, you know, let, let's go back to what they're doing. How, how are the, how did they get us to this spot? Well, they're, they're on every commercial. When you turn the television on, it's on every other commercial. You walk down the street, it's on every sign, it's on every billboard, it's everywhere. So we've been completely inundated with it. And so you have to turn the tables. And you know, obviously, we don't have the trillions of dollars to spend on uh, media as they do, or you know, hosting or, or sponsoring every event that they do. So, and doctor, I just yeah. and when you're saying what they're doing, meaning their message that we need to follow their prescription, the things that they say that we should do, as opposed to things that we know that this isn't going to work, but we should still try it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, keep in mind, this is the, this is the, um, I mean, it's hilarious at this point. It's, it's, it's so, it's so criminal that it's actually hilarious that, um, you know, they, they, so pharma actually takes money to the side, every product that they make, they take money to the side just for lawsuits because they know their products don't actually work in the long term. Now, I'm not anti-medicine. I mean, we have to have emergency medicine. We have to have things to save lives. But they're so far away from that at this point now because they get sued. I mean, it's not just vaccine suit, suit lawsuits. They have they have lawsuits over pretty much every medication they have out there because they push things through. They bypass the physiology of the body, and literally every single product they make, money goes from that product to a lawsuit fund where they actually have to basically just hand out lawsuit settlements because they're always found guilty because they are guilty. So 
it's an entire culture we've built in Fort Sam Eric. It's not, I mean, it's not just pharma. It's, it's a culture. I mean, I, I, I always talk about this in my show. If you're going to lose a country, you're going to lose a culture first. I mean, our culture of medication, our culture of crappy food, our culture of alcohol, our culture of drugs, our culture, like America has a culture now that is actually, you know, basically spitting down the drain and people think this is normal. This is not how it used to be. This is not how it used to be at all. So that's my mission and how I, I'm working to change it every day. And like you said, they're out there front and center with their banner saying, do it this way. And if you dare disagree, they will try to shut you down. So with you and your mission statement, and like you said, with your podcast, and you're out there saying, hey, folks, there is another way. Have you been attacked? Do they want to shut you down? Now, I know the answer to it, but I want you to tell us. Yeah, I mean, I was so back in the day. Um, now, keep in mind, I'm a. Uh, I'm a chiropractor. My wife's a chiropractor. So in our world, we look at healthcare a lot differently. So I was attacked a long time ago because my my daughter was born at home. She's never she's never had anything put at her before. She's super healthy. They didn't attack her or me. They just, you know, just messaged behind the scenes on social media. So I had a little bit of that back probably seven, eight years ago now. But now, no. I mean, other than being banned on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all those things. But honestly, guys, I... I I, I was never worried about that because one, I'm a marketer before I was in marketing before I was a chiropractor, but before I was a doctor. So I kind of knew the lay of the land and how it works. So obviously I built show stuff up way before that, but the banning at this point is a badge of honor. I mean, if you're, if you're not banned, I'm actually like, because I, at the end of the day, guys, I'm, I'm not going to hold back. I say things that offend people on a daily basis. I tell people, I tell my other my other friends, if you haven't offended something on someone on a daily basis, you're not doing something correctly because ultimately we're about dialogue and discourse. And if you're not pushing the envelope, if you're not pushing the line, then I don't know what you're doing because we live on a planet where you must push the line to get something accomplished in this life. So, yeah, I've been banned places here and there, but, you know, you just build up your own network, you build up your own site. You, you Now we have Rumble and things like that. So, you know, there's there are still outlets and then you build your own outlet. So I've never actually been worried about that. I've always taken it as a, a point of pride. I got to say, I do the same thing. We're banned from Twitter and I take it with a uh, like, hey, this is a badge of honor that I want to wear. Now, looking at, again, looking at the mission statement, health and prevention through natural health, what exactly do you mean by that? And how do we achieve that? Yeah, I mean, the, the paradigm is flipped right now. I mean, right now, everyone goes to a medical doctor in a hospital for pharmaceutical, you know, most, for the most part, obviously, because natural health, even though we're growing, it's still a smaller part of it. Um, you know, we've been given everything on this planet to survive and thrive. I mean, the problem is our food system has been completely destroyed. And it's so toxic now. I mean, you know, you're walking around and you see a bag of Doritos. Sorry, bag of Doritos is literally a chemicalized formula. And, and I'm not saying everyone's got to be perfect. I'm not like that has nothing to do with it. The point is, is we've we've really we've really pushed away um, our, our heritage, our, our ancient ancestral roots. I'm Native American on both sides of my family. And if you look back at the ancient, you know, ancient America, uh, it looked nothing like this. So how we do that is, you know, we don't get rid of medicine. My, my goal is not to get rid of medication. My goal is to use medication for what it was intended for, which is emergency care. You know, if someone's injured, someone has an accident, someone has a limb coming off, you're going to use emergency medicine because you got to get the pain to go down. You got to get that. You got to survive. You got to, you know, you got to get their heart going again, whatever it may be. Obviously, lots of lots of cases. Um, however, we now have a country where if you get a sniffle or a sneeze or a cough, people run to, 
you know, the, I mean, seriously, I have people come in all the time in my office that, you know, they had a sneeze, they had a sniffle over the weekend. They run to the ER like a sniffle. Like this was never the case in America. I mean, you have your chicken soup, you have your, you know, you have your, your water, you get some rest, you move on. We're now a culture of running to get a PCR test for any time you might have a symptom, which is complete lunacy. I mean, our bodies, uh, again, I grew up and I didn't feel good. You had a temperature, you stayed at home, had some chicken soup, you relaxed, got some rest, got some water hydration, and you moved on. That's like when people ask me, well, did you get tested for COVID? Why would I ever get tested for COVID? No, I didn't get tested. Why? What, what is the reason? Well, you got to see if you have, first of all, it's a coronavirus. Coronavirus, coronavirus is the common cold. The problem, the reason why they switched over to COVID is because people weren't buying the BS on coronavirus because it is a common cold. So they flipped it over to COVID so it was more marketable and it sounded more, more of a threat. So we have a problem in America right now where people, everyone is concerned about being sick. I, I never, I did no mask, just walked around, did my thing. You know, you're surrounded by this stuff every day. And all the only reason people got freaked out, the only reason people went into fear is because the media told them they go into fear. You're right. The media told them. And whenever the media comes out with this crazy stuff, it's what they're doing. And as we said at the top of the hour, they control the messaging. They control the narrative. And the person that controls the narrative rules the day. They can get you to think and say whatever they want you to think and say. And if you go against them, they will just shut you down. Take them off Twitter. Take them off social media because they want their narrative out there. And as you also mentioned, running to the doctor, one little sniffle. I mean, in my circle of friends and associates, I don't even know if I should call them friends since they're always sick, one little cough. Oh, my God, I got to go in. Oh, you probably have COVID. Like, what? You probably have COVID. Okay, if I do, I will live. I mean, Andrew, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a so, crazy world out there. It's so true. As the doctor was talking, I was just thinking of this kid I work with who happens to be a Democrat. He's a nice kid. But anyways, he's only worked at this job for six months, and he's already missed 60 days of work. He's like 23 years old, and he just claims he's always sick. And I think, like the doctor was saying, it's just uh, in a lot of these people's heads that you just should not go to work nowadays if you feel sick at all. We're going to continue this discussion after the break. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew and special guest Dr. Jason Dean. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear. 
X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. So just in case you're joining, just now joining us, we're on with Dr. Jason Gay. And we're talking about how we can heal people without always running to medicine. Now, medicine is good. It has its place in time. But for every little ailment of the body, doesn't mean you need to run out and to get a shot or get medicine or get this or that. Because in my belief, and I'm not a doctor, I don't even play one on After Dark with Robin Andrew, but it is my belief, each time we're putting these medicines in our bodies, we're kind of tearing down our natural immune system. And I think that's what the COVID vaccine did. And now that we're looking at the studies that the New York Times is finally releasing Washington Post, they're still behind because they still want to hold on to the whole fear tactic because they feel that they can control you. But the studies that are now coming out from the CDC, and they're changing their website, is that the vaccine didn't do what we thought it was going to do. And I also find it equally interesting that when Trump first said, hey, we're going to come up with a vaccine, you had all the naysayers saying, oh, it's impossible, it's impossible, it won't happen, it'll be five years from now. And they laughed about it because they control the narrative and they could do it. And then once we got it, they were like, wait a minute, he came up with it? Now what do we say? Uh, We're going to say it's no good. It's no good. Don't take it. I wouldn't trust it. So, of course, the media, social media, that control what we think, and the Democrat Party, put that narrative out there. Then just as soon as they stole the election, yes, I did say stole the election. I didn't stumble. As they stole the election, Biden comes out and says, Take the vaccine. It's going to save you. It's going to save your life. I'm like, wait, hold on. I thought you said not to take it. I thought you and your resident Kamala Harris said that if Trump came up with it, you would never take it. Now you're saying take it. And not only that, if you don't take it, you're going to lose your job. We're going to kick you out of the military. And the first responders whom we used to praise and say they were the best, oh, we're going to kick them out also. We don't need them because we want them to take the vaccine. It's our vaccine. And you better take it because if you take it, you'll be better and everyone will be happy. What about the side effects? Don't worry about that. And if you do get a side effect, we're not going to report on it. And you can't sue Big Pharma. So go ahead and take our vaccine. So people, like little sheep, marched up. I take my vaccine. You saw on social media, I've been vaxxed. I've been this. I've been that. And now we hear that people, especially young people, are having heart attacks, other ailments. Healthy people coming up sick. What's going on here? Well, don't talk about it. And don't even put that in the same sentence with COVID. Don't say anything about it. It's something else. They'll probably blame Donald Trump for it, as they always do. What's going on? What's actually going on? You told us this, and now something else is happening. Why can't we question this? This is extremely dangerous. And it goes beyond the medicine. Because there is a lot of other things that they're telling us that we can't opine on, like children having sex changes. Oh, don't say anything. This is right. We know what's best for you. But what about the innocent, our children, pumping them up with vaccines and everything else? 
Dr. Dean, how do we protect our children when it seems as though the government wants to control them? And if you don't acquiesce, they could take your child away. What do we do? How do we get around this, doctor? Well, this is how you get Marxism. I mean, Lenin said it, and they've all said it, by the way. It's not just Lenin. The the, the actual, the way that you flip a country over to communism or Marxism uh, is you do it through healthcare. So they've been working on this for a long time. This is nothing new. The healthcare is the way to do it. And that's why they're going with the digital IDs and all the digital information and uh, the medical, the mental aspect of everything is because if you can get people onto the digital digital part, which is World Economic Forum, it goes deeper than that too, is you flip them over. So once they buy into it, once they give themselves their kind of digital footprint or fingerprint, uh, you get them in. So they're already talking about chipping people. They're talking about chipping kids, which by the way, I've been talking about that for like 10 plus years. My mentors were talking about chipping coming in world, in world New World Order. Um, we, we, we knew this was coming for so long. How do you keep your kids out of the system? I mean, so I have a very different mindset on how this stuff works than a lot of people because I'm, I'm a little bit more on the, on the radical side in the natural health space. So in my personal opinion, um, you cannot you cannot trust pharma right now. Now, again, that's not saying that it can't change and it can't be fixed to the point where pharma should never be making trillions of dollars. Pharmaceuticals, whether it's a drug or medication or it's a vaccine, um, you're bypassing the natural physiology of the human body. That is a, that is actually the definition of how a pharmaceutical works. So you're bypassing the normal natural state of the physiology. So like even if you take like uh, you know you take NyQuil or DayQuil or an aspirin, it's a pharmaceutical. The job of that pharmaceutical is to bypass your normal physiology physiology to stop something from happening. Meaning you're changing the normal world of how your body works. So therefore, in the, in the natural space. We are working with the normal physiology. So how do you get your kids, how do you get you and your kids kind of not necessarily out of the system, but how do you keep them safe? You keep yourself out of those places as much as humanly possible. I mean, at the end of the day, um, this is why my this is why my daughter and my colleagues' kids are out, totally out of that system as much as possible. Obviously, if there's emergencies, emergencies, you have to deal with things. If you get a broken arm, you go in and get it set. But you, you're, it's really interesting in America. We're putting trust in multiple corporations that over time, since they've all been put into place, have reaped multi-trillions of dollars. And if you're going to spend multi-trillions of dollars on supposed health care with pharmaceutical and drug companies, then you should be the healthiest country on the face of the planet. And we rank probably around 30 to 50 somewhere in infant mortality rate, meaning it's safer to have a child in a third world country than it is in America. Like literally we have children dying in hospitals because we suck at what we do. Yet we've been programmed to think we do great work. Our, our, we have cancer, we have cardiovascular disease still number one. Cancer is number two. Diabetes is number three for your top three illnesses. Hospital-borne diseases is a top killer, meaning they screw up in the hospital. So if you sit back and actually just observe the statistics, and it's just statistics, it's not opinion at all. If you sit back and just observe the fact that they make multi-trillions of dollars, they're, they're excluded from any, any government uh, tracing or legislation, meaning if a vaccine, whether it's COVID or other vaccines, the childhood vaccine, which is 74 on the vaccine schedule for children now, when it used to be about three, 
if a child is injured by a vaccine of any kind now or an adult is injured, they're exempt from any legal um, lawsuits. So the game is completely rigged, but yet we have Americans who are like, oh, still the greatest thing in the world. Um, no, that's programming. Because if you look at the stats, it's actually the industry that's killing us versus the natural world over here that, you know, working on kids, working on autism, working on, you know, Lyme disease, et cetera. Um, we have the lowest rates of harm or death. We don't have any, honestly, because when you work in our world, we don't, we don't hurt anybody. Um, but yet we're the quacks, which is obviously I don't take on that word. But this is the, if you see, if you look at it from, you know, the 30 foot, 30,000 foot view, you see one side is causing mass chaos, but making massive amounts of money and not being held liable for anything. While we're over here just kind of fixing people and, <laughs> you know, but we're not making multi trillions of dollars because we don't have, you know, backroom deals with pharmaceutical companies and executives and CEOs. So that's how I look at it. And that's how that's how you save your kids by pulling them out of the system as fast as you can, as best as you can. And that includes hospital systems. That includes school systems. That, I mean, the indoctrination center of the school system. That, I mean, it's what it is. It's, they're, they're, they're teaching people to be in a matrix uh, to be, make people be in a programming system to where all they see, they put blinders on and all they see what's in front of them. They don't see the outside world. You're right. We have to pull them out of the matrix. As I've mentioned in the, the first half of the show, when you have kids that are running around each time there is a cold or a sneeze, they feel as if though they need to go to the doctors. They need medicine. When I was growing up, if you got sick or something, the first thing you want is a Band-Aid, although a Band-Aid can't help you. Oh, I got a cough. Oh, I want a Band-Aid. Because a Band-Aid makes you feel comfortable. You know, my parents are giving me lemon tea, and then I'm back to normal. I'm okay. But then you have the matrix that says, take your kid in. And once your kid is there, they have your kid's name, the kid's social, the kid's address, and we want to follow up. Oh, we want to do this, and we want to do that. But why? As I said, your kid can't go to school unless your kid has gotten the shot. Have associates whose kids are going to private schools. And they were forcing those families, if you don't take that vaccine, your kid can't come to school. And those parents, oh, well, we're going to go ahead because we don't want to get our kid kicked out of school. It's like, but is that school the school for the kid? What are they teaching your kid other than follow our rules? You get sick, this is what has to happen. And as I said, now we're finding out that the vaccine, the purpose that they said it was going to be for, it's not there. It's just not there. And then you have big farmers that are still petitioning the government. Oh, we're going to come up with the fifth shot. Money on top of money on top of money. They're money hungry. But what are they doing? Have they cured us from any of this? As opposed to trying to help us not get sick. It's like we want to keep you sick. So as you mentioned, you know, you, we want to you know, take care of the person as opposed to the ailment. So how do we do that? Because right now we get sick. Oh, we want to take care of this sickness as opposed to let's take care of the person so they don't get sick. What do you recommend? What are some of the things that you're doing in your practice? Yeah, I mean, uh, or I mean, we're I'm, I'm in the, the chiropractic world, so I adjust people in their spine, get their nervous nervous system turned up. Uh, we deal with whole food, herbal remedies, and honestly, my biggest thing is getting people's lifestyle changed. I mean, it's, it's it comes out of a lifestyle. I mean, um, you know. We don't spend trillions of dollars on ads like pharmaceutical companies. That's why they get people rolling in. We, I have to, I'm literally boots on the ground every single day, whether it's doing a seminar, doing a show like this, or it's talking to people and educating. Uh, my world is based on education. It's based on 
stop eating garbage foods, stop, um, you know, thinking horrible thoughts, stop, get yourself out of a job that you hate, um, you know, <laughs> find a way to, um, you know, work with people, agree with people, get along with people, uh, you know, but the biggest thing, I mean, probably, I mean, our food system's so terrible at this point. I mean, I see adults and kids eating the worst things and people are like, well, what do you eat then? I'm like, it's really simple. Everything is actually really simple when it comes to healthcare or anything in life. If you if it's if you've gone past simple, you're doing something wrong. I mean, it's literally meat, fat, vegetables. It, the problem is we have a society just like whether it's the vaccines or some medications or anything else. We have a society that really is kind of numbing down. They, they numb down their upsets every day by going to all the other stuff that they could go to. So the problem is living a healthy life is work. And honestly, honestly, at the end of the day, Rob, Americans have have uh, lost the ability or capability right now of putting in the work. I mean, whether it's health, business, life, marriage, doesn't matter. Like the only ones that truly win at the end of the day are the ones that are putting in the work, just like the ones that I mean, that taking the taking the, the vaccine. Did you put in the work? Did you do the study on it? Did you like I was I told people that there was one coming before they even announced it was one coming. Why? Because this was the new world order. This was what they were planning on. So it's, it comes down to research, comes down to work, comes down to putting in the hours. Um, and we need to change that about America. Because right now, the majority of Americans don't put in that work. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why we've kind of fallen from grace is what we have. Yeah, very well said. Doctor, we're up against the uh, time limit. Uh, where can people go to keep in touch with you and uh, follow what you're doing? Yeah, I appreciate it. BraveTV.com. I do a podcast five days a week um, where we talk health, freedom, and knowledge. You can go over there. And then BraveTV.store is uh, my shop where people can start getting healthy. And uh, I appreciate everything you guys do. Keep up the great work. Uh, the more and more uh, all of us put information out, the faster we can save our country. Absolutely. And we hope to have you on again sometime in the near future. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel. Monday through Friday, 10 Eastern, 9 Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Check out the all-new lineup of shows at America Out Loud. It really is a great lineup of shows all night, every night. So uh, you can definitely keep busy over at AmericaOutloud.com. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. AmericaOutloud.com. 
If you can't find it here, you can't find it anywhere. We are the pulse and voice of everyday American thought, working hard to earn your trust for seven incredible years and counting. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We're back on After Dark with Robin Andrew for our final segment. It's just Rob and I, and we've got a lot to discuss. So we're going to get started. And as Dr. Jason Dean was saying, that this medical community that they've got at the top, starting with Dr. Fauci, they're just in it to line their own pockets and basically medical tyranny on the American people. And we've got so many in the population that are just going along with it, just saying, Sign me up for whatever shot you've got. I'll take it if uh, the Democrat president tells me to take it. No questions asked. They'll just take it. That's what we're seeing. And it's been very um, hard for the American people. You look at New York City at the beginning of this uh, pandemic when the vaccine came out and people were forced to take this vaccine or else they were threatened to lose their jobs, get fired. I mean, the NBA player Kyrie Irving lost millions of dollars sitting out games, so he would not have to take the vaccine. Eventually, um, things flipped when the vaccine didn't work out as well as the liberal media had told us that it would. So this has been a very serious issue for millions and millions of Americans for so long. And it's really nice to get Dr. Jason Dean's input on it. And I thought he was spot on. What did you think, Rob? It was spot on, Andrew. And as you mentioned, and I mentioned at the top of the hour, when COVID first hit, no one knew what was going on. So we thought, I mean, and I always say that because I know that there people knew what was actually happening. And Trump was right. This was just like a, the, the flu, a cold, a common cold. And as Dr. Dean said, the COVID, is, that's all it is anyway. It's just a form of a cold. But they took it to the nth degree in scaring people and telling people, you're going to die. If you don't do X, Y, D, Z, you're going to die. And in actuality, what happened is that the Democrats saw a way to hijack our freedoms. Because when this thing hit, we first got word of it, I think it was in November, it was uh, 2019. And then came January and news started to spread. You had Every news outlet saying this is nothing but the common cold. You had Anderson Cooper, you had Joy Reid, you had Lawrence O'Donnell, you had Rachel Maddow, Jim Shooter, Jim Acosta, Don Lemon. All of them were saying this is nothing but the common cold. Don't fear. Nancy Pelosi was saying, oh, come on down to Chinatown in San Francisco. De Blasio was saying the same thing. Cuomo was saying the same thing. Then Governor Cuomo. And then when they got behind closed doors and realized this is a way that we could push our evil agenda on the American people through fear. And then they pushed Dr. Fritchie out, who just took over our entire healthcare system, so it seems. Now, I know that Trump was the president then, and he was doing all he could to calm the natives. Remember, he even told Bob Woodward, in a private conversation that Bob Woodward taped and released so that he could get back at Trump for whatever reason, that Trump said, look, I don't want to scare the American people. And he was right. What president wants to frighten the American people? 
And then the media, oh, no, he was trying to lie. No, lying is what Joe Biden is doing and has been doing. Lying is what Joe Biden is doing by saying we need to help Ukraine when we know that the war is a lost cause. We're propping them up. Ukraine has been defeated. Let's accept it. The only thing that needs to happen is for Zelensky just to put down his weapons and say, I surrender. But he won't. Why won't he? Because Biden is giving him billions of dollars of our taxpayer dollars that should be used to correct infrastructure in the United States. That could be used to fund health care that could be used to help the poor people of East Palestine. He's given our money to Zelensky to prop him up, although he knows that the war is over. They're not taking the vaccine. God forbid they take it. We're just going to give them billions of dollars so it can make it seem as if though that they're winning. And they're not winning. So there's your lie right there. But no, take the vaccine and it's going to help you. It's going to heal you. And it's going to do all these great things. And then once people started to take it, lo and behold, more people got, the, got sick, got COVID. I remember once Biden come out, it's the people who aren't taking the vaccine that's killing you. They're the ones who have you sick, and they're going to kill grandma and grandpa. Now, remember, early on in January, they were all saying, oh, it's nothing but the flu. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's a common cold. But once they went behind the closed doors and they realized that they could steal your, your rights, take away your constitutional rights, put fear in your heart, and you wouldn't do anything about it because you won't question them. Because if you question them, you could die. And then CNN constantly running all the deaths. Look at the death toll and look at all this. Not being truthful for you, to you and telling you some of these people were dying. Because they weren't following the regime to keep them healthy. Some of them had diabetes. They weren't taking their diabetic medication. Some of them had heart problems. They weren't going to see their doctors out of fear. Now, sure, when they went in and they died, they had the, the COVID. But COVID was not the underlying reason that killed them. But they were told by the government to put that on the death certificate. Now, some of you will say, yeah, but Trump was the president. Why didn't he stop that? Yeah, but he did. But remember, as I've been saying on all of the different shows, simply because a new president comes in with his staffers does not mean the people behind the scenes that are keeping things going will acquiesce and follow his lead. They will continue to do what they want to do. So they continue to push down all these lies. No, no, you do it this way. You put on it that they died of COVID because we want to scare the American people. And that was not the case. History, I hope, Andrew, will reveal this, that we have a bunch of people who are anti-American, anti-government, anti-everything. They wanted to destroy the America with their lies. So they shut us down and told us, don't do anything for two years. Meanwhile, they were out having parties, secret parties, Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done, John Kerry flying on his private plane, doing all they wanted to do before telling you to stay inside. Because if you don't, you're going to kill people. They had riots going on. Oh, the riots. Oh, my God. You would have thought that the riots would have stopped people from going out, but it didn't. And then we were told, oh, if you get together in big groups, that's a cluster. That's a COVID cluster. You're going to all get sick. But they didn't. And we didn't even have a vaccine then. So people, think about this. Think about it seriously. You were told to stay in. 
shut down while people were going out destroying your cities during the height of COVID. Now, either one or two things happened. They got COVID and they didn't report it or they didn't get COVID at all. Which one? Because we were told if you get together in a group, you could die. Dr. Frosty said, don't go to Thanksgiving. Don't go to Christmas. Stay at home. You even had some knuckleheads, Andrew, in the household. These were the elitists, of course. One family member got COVID. Let's say the mom or the dad. And then the mom, well, I'm going to isolate myself downstairs in the basement. And I'm just going to watch my children open up their presents on video. Oh, and it was so sad. Then you had other people, oh, oh, we feel so sorry for you. You can enjoy Christmas with your children, but you saw it on video. And they thought this was like the grandest thing. And these were educated people who probably went to Harvard and Yale, Columbia, Stanford, the Ivy League schools doing this. What happened to their reason? What happened to read a book? Look around you. This is a big lie. But they acquiesced. They were so willing just to give it all over to the government. Then people say, oh, I would never let the government take complete control. Oh, well, you did for two and a half years, and you're still doing it now. Believe in everything that the government says. Oh, well, Trump was in office then. Well, I just explained to you what happened there. Trump was in the White House, but running the government agencies? Well, all acolytes of Barack Obama who got their jobs when he was in office, got their jobs when Clinton was in office, and got their jobs even when the second Bush was in office. And they've been holding on to those jobs because they're not at retirement age. And if they are, why retire? Look at Dr. Fracci. Nearing 80, he didn't retire because he was making a handsome salary. He was able to control what we think. And he did absolutely nothing here at Dr. Byrd. And then they want to come out with these books attacking Trump. And everyone, oh, yeah, let's believe it. Anything that's against Trump, oh, let's believe it. Meanwhile, Biden is destroying the country with his lies. He told you that if you take the vaccine, you won't get sick. But yet still, some of you got COVID not once, not twice, not even three times, but probably four times. What happened? They lied to you. And you don't even want an explanation. You don't even want them to be held accountable. All you can say is, well, we did the best we could. And that's just um, the vaccine not working to where they said you wouldn't get COVID anymore and you ended up getting COVID. That's one of the uh, least serious side effects of this vaccine, because what we've been seeing is athletes all around the world um, dropping unconscious or people dropping dead at a young age. And we never saw this in the numbers that we're seeing it now. And um, I, I think this European vaccine was even more dangerous than what we got over here in America because a lot of these soccer players have been having heart issues and other things. And these were all things that we to- were told we wouldn't have to worry about if you got vaccinated. They just acted like this was a miracle vaccine that just cured you. And if you got it, um, you're good. And everyone else that didn't get it is stupid. And they're going to be the ones with health problems. But what we've seen is that it has not played out that way. It has not played out that way. Like you said, the soccer players in Europe that are coming up with all these ailments, and no one wants to talk about it. Look at the football player who collapsed on the field. No one wants to dare associate with COVID. No one wants to ask, did he take the COVID shot? It's like, don't even attach the two. I remember someone saying, I think it was Dr. Fracci, don't even bring it up. No, don't say anything about it. Well, why not? 
I thought science was about looking and connecting things together to see, is this a cause and effect? Maybe this was it. But nope, shut it up, shut it down. We're not going to mention it. So how do we know that that wasn't the cause? Simply because they said it? And I, I got to say again, Andrew, Trump was a person who came out and said, hey, we're going to have this vaccine. And you had the left saying, no, 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 it's not possible. We're not going to have it. And then once we came, once we got it, it's like, oh, no, don't take it. It's dangerous. And then once they stole the election, it was, no, you got to take this because this is because of this is because of Biden. Biden. Biden did all this. Biden, Biden, Biden. And now look at the people who are sick. If we were to go back and do a postmortem on the individuals that died during that time frame to find out did they really die of COVID? I mean, people were afraid. Oh, they have the morgues that are out there getting these trucks, cooling trucks to put the bodies in. Oh, we just can't keep up with it. It's like, but is it possible that those people were neglecting their health because they were afraid of COVID? Yes, there were some people who died because of uh, COVID. Let's just admit it. That did happen. But the majority of the people that died, was it because they had COVID or was it an other underlying condition? But with those morgues out there, people were like at home watching TV glued. And that's when you can tell, Andrew, these people with these big advanced degrees, how really gullible they are. Because when they see death, oh, they will run every time. They will hunker down and, oh, I'm afraid because I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to die. And CNN, oh, they were laying it on heavy. These many people died. But they would never tell you the people who were cured from COVID. People who were just who went into doctors and doctors said, hey, let's just try this. They never talked to you about that. They only put the people there who were at death's doorstep. And he would say, oh, I wish I had taken the vaccine. Oh, I wish I had believed it. Remember the people that died who had said, we don't believe in COVID? Oh, they ran their names up there all the time. Oh, and this person was a COVID denier, and they died. This person was a vaccine, a vaxxer denier, and they died. They never told you in the story that this person had another underlying condition. They only gave you the doom and gloom. They never talked to you about the people who got COVID and were better. I even told you of a situation whereby my uh, sister's father-in-law got COVID. And this is before the back of the vaccine. He had dementia. He got better. He got it again. He's still around. They never talked to you about those stories. It was always the stories of people who were dying. They never talked to you about the stories of children who were committing suicide because of isolation. They never talked to you about that. They never talked to you and told you that, wait a minute, now that the shutdown, you guys are real actually seeing what we're teaching your kids, and we're not teaching yeah. your kids what they should be taught, Andrew. Yeah, this COVID has really affected children. Maybe you could speak to it better than I could since you have kids. But um, like my nephew, I just see that that like year, it was over a year, maybe a year and a half of school where they were not going to school on a regular basis. I remember when the pandemic first hit, it was in like, what, February or March? And I think they had the rest of the school year off. So uh, this pandemic has really damaged these kids and what they're learning at school. They're so far behind, um, at least in my nephew's case, it appears. And I believe it's because these kids haven't been to the amount of schooling that people like Rob and I were when we were in kit 
uh, when we were kids. It just seems like uh, they pretty much missed a full year of school and the government's not going to make them make it up. So these kids are at least six months to a year behind on their development and they're just going to keep on moving up. And uh, I don't think they're, they've ever learned um, what they should have learned in the time that they missed. What are your thoughts on that? You're right. They're all behind. I mean, I homeschool my kids and my nephew. I did the best I could. And it was during that time that I realized that they didn't even know the Pledge of Allegiance. They couldn't even recognize the American flag because the school was too busy showing them the gay pride flag and some other allegiance. This is really sad. And those people who don't like to say a Pledge of Allegiance, they don't like the American flag, it's rather interesting how they embrace the gay pride flag as if though that flag is going to do anything for us, the rainbow flag. I'm like, are you serious? Aren't you serious? An identity flag? See, it was also during that time that we realized that our schools weren't teaching our kids anything. So although they missed a lot, especially in the socialization department, we also realized that they weren't teaching them what they should be teaching them. How to read and write. Then all oh, the kids are behind. Yeah, but even when they were going to school, they wouldn't learn that because you're too busy trying to teach them about diversity and sex education. That's the core curriculum, sex education. Like, what? And then, oh, well, your kid, we, we got to do, no, no, no. And also during that time, we had people that were rising up to these positions in schools that had no background, should not have, shouldn't even be let near a school. Because they didn't care about what the kids were learning. They were more concerned about diversity and equity. And trying to sexualize our kids. These kids today know more about sex. They're so sexualized than the kids of our generation. Now, yeah, you can look at this and you can say, okay, but kids are going to be, they're going to encounter this, right. But at the level now and to the degree, it's wrong. Randy Weingartner did a complete disservice to our schools. She's over the teachers union, United Federation of Teachers. She's... Why is she in that position? But see, we allow these liberals to take control of these important institutions thinking that, oh, well, you know, we don't have time for this. We want to make money. Let's let them do it. No, we got to stop that. We have got to change that curve. We've got to completely get away from it. And then our judges, activist judges, who are supposed to stand up for the law or agreeing with all this craziness? I mean, Andrew, it makes your head just like explode. I can't believe how far we've fallen. And they're preying on our kids because they know that our kids are like sponges. They will soak everything in. So you have a generation that are in school now that are being told the government is right. Take the vaccine. If you don't take the vaccine, this is what's going to happen. Whatever we say is right. When you have kids, I was with my uh, son. He was having a play date once and we were going somewhere with another kid, and we didn't have on a mask. It was during the summertime. And the kid said, oh, you don't have a mask. I got to put my mask on. You know, why don't you have a mask? I'm like, I don't need a mask. Why do I need a mask for? Oh, you're going to get COVID. I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh, but, but I'm like, no, I will not. Trust me, I'll live, and I'll see you again during the fall. But that kid was so beholden to the mask. The dead of summer, he had on a mask out of fear. 
that if he didn't put on a mask, and when you have doctors that are saying the same thing, oh, you got to wear a mask. I remember we had a guest on here once, and he said that his brother-in-law was a, a doctor, and that what his brother-in-law is seeing at the hospitals is just like, oh, my God, it's just unbelievable. And I'm like, what? This is a medical doctor knowing that what he's saying is a lie, that the mask is not going to help. But because he was a doctor, people believed him. Oh, what I'm seeing is just horrible. Oh, it's just horrible. I'm like, how could you lie? You took a hypocritical oath to save lives, but now you're lying. Just like the same doctors that are saying that, oh, it's okay for gender reaffirming surgery for young kids. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, let them do it. It's okay. They don't need, they don't need to go through uh, speak with a psychiatrist. Oh, it's okay. You know why? Because they're looking at when they were a kid and they saw kids who were saying that, oh, I'm this way and I'm that way. And they was like, no, you're not. We're going to send you to a psychiatrist. And they said, oh, this is so sad. It can't happen. So now that they're in that position, now that they're doctors, they're believing these lies. They should have all of the licenses removed. And not only that, Andrew, I mean, you're letting people become doctors who shouldn't be doctors. Because of diversity and equity. We're going to lower the standards. Oh, just let a man. Oh, come on. Lower the standards. Let the man. It's okay. This stuff is too difficult. I don't want a diversity and equity doctor. I want someone who knows what they're doing. I want someone who knows the profession. And I got to admit, the people who were pushing this COVID thing, they didn't know what they were doing. And if they did, they just lowered the standards. And now, where's Dr. Fracci now? Off on some island? Working on some... Frankenstein book, some evil book to deceive us again, waiting for a movie to come out and Brad Pitt to play him. If a movie did come out, I wouldn't watch the movie. Why? I, already, I lived it. I already know the lie that they're going to tell. They're going to make him look young, make him look good, make him look handsome and attractive. And he's going to sit back and smile and then show up at the Oscar because they'll probably give that person an award. Meanwhile, the lies that were told, lives that were destroyed, lives of people that could still be here, had they spoke the truth and considered something alternative. Ginger tea, Cersei tea, and viewed the COVID as just a regular cold, as Trump said initially. And now slowly they want to talk about it. And as Dr. Dean said, we got to stay out of the hospitals. Like scratch, oh, i got to go to the hospital. Oh, no. You don't need to go there. Why? They're just going to shoot you up with a bunch of medicines and then big bills that you can't pay. And how can you pay it when we have a crappy healthcare system? And all of our money is going to Ukraine and other places. The military-industrial complex, they're waiting for us to start a war so they can just go in. Well, not start a war. They want the war to just to spread so they can go in and make more money. But we're supposed to be so smart, as the doctor said. Yet still, we're the sickest country, the sickest nation. But we're smart. We're going to heal you. Oh, come on over here. But look at the death rate of our babies. Shooting them up with all kinds of medicines. That's, that's the way we are. We're just going to buy into it. Because if you dare speak out, we'll shut you down because we don't want your truth coming out there. They have these people that are educated. They don't realize it. They don't see it because they've been brought up in, in, on indoctrination to believe a lie. 
And then once they see the truth, it's like, oh my God, how could I be so dumb and so stupid? They can't blame you because that's what they were pushing your way. And that's the reason why the media wants to keep controlling what they control. They want to shut down people like us, like After Dark with Robin Andrew, because they don't want you to hear the truth. They don't want you to consider something else. Listen to CNN, but also listen to something else. Because CNN doesn't have their best interest. They're only looking at their ad and their dollars, ads and their dollars, and to protect their own Andrew, plain and simple. Yeah, very well said, Rob. Can't believe it, but we're already out of time tonight. Thanks once again to Dr. Jason Dean for joining us. Uh, thank you all for j- listening to the show. Thank you for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, or wherever you stream. Please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you can, or go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can get all our full archive of shows. We'll see you guys next time, and remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.